You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the unexpected, strange, creative minds or the strange creative ocean of uh, the creative mind um, together with um, a good friend of mine um, with Kenny Dreads today with without Dreads but yeah <laughs> here we go hi Kenny <laughs> hiya <laughs> it's great to have you in my show today and I still I still um so bad if it comes to the rant of the beginning I forget always the right words so so no, I, mean, I wrote it down once, and I should should have it in my mind. But uh, yeah, come on, you know, we're all getting older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny, Kenny is a <clears throat> is a, is already a long time friend of mine. He's American and a musician, and, and probably other things as well. Uh, and he's 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 living, I think, between Ireland and America somehow, like like that, more in Ireland than in America. Um. I haven't seen him for a while, so I didn't chat with him actually a long time because COVID and all that. So we're gonna do this talk via Skype because it's very awkward to do it. Personal one-to-one thing. Yeah. Hey man, hi, great to have you here. This is fun, and thank you for showing me how to do a background of Skype. I never did that before. Yeah, you you're looking good with your background. What is it? You know, I I follow Twitter. I'm on Twitter. That's the social network I like to use. And today, I can't remember who. I I, I think I I follow a woman called Anne Louise Avery. Anne Louise Avery on Twitter, and she's very creative. She does this micro storytelling, but she always puts a photo or photos with each little micro story. And the stories are just Twitter. Twitter size, yeah. so they're very short, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm okay. pretty sure this. And and a lot of times I'll download a picture I like, and I'm pretty sure this came from one of her little micro stories. Okay, looks great. I think it, I think it's Oxford in 1880 or something like that in the autumn. Wow! 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 I love it. Cool, man. That's great. So I was I was actually I was trying to to. To find you your your account via 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 Kenny Dread uh, on Skype that didn't work, and I found your your real name. Uh, what 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 is it? What is it? it is Kenton Muschenheim. <laughs> At least you, that being German, uh, can pronounce it properly. Yeah. Ken- can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. growing up in America with a name last name like that? Well, how how do they pronounce it? Uh, Muchin, Musher, Musky, Musher, Merkin, Mika. I mean, 
No one could pronounce. It was so amazing <laughs> that as the years went by in the United States, we had yeah. more and more uh, multiculturalism, and more yeah. and more people, let's say from India or some Arab country, where everyone has a really crazy long last name, yeah. like Ch- Chakrabarti or something. And I, I'll never forget. I once was speaking to um, customer service person on the phone, and instead of the usual uh, Mister Muckin Mershin Merkin Mucky, she just said, "How can I help you, Mister Mushenheim?" Yeah, it's like you know, years of multiculturalism had made it so people weren't freaked out by a very long ethnic last name. So yeah. Uh, my mm-hmm. name is very old. The, the, the family was von Muschenheim, which you being yeah. German understand means they were um, of the gentry or the minor nobility. But the problem was my ancestor, Heinrich von Muschenheim. Um, Heinrich von Muschenheim. Uh, Heinrich, von, Heinrich, thank you for the pronunciation tip. Heinrich von Muschenheim attacked his local monastery with a gang. With what? And he, he he did a raid, a guerrilla raid, on his local monastery because you know the church was buying everybody's land and owning okay. everything, and the, uh-huh. these small landowners were getting poorer and poorer. Where so was he, it? To... In Hessen. In Hessen. 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 Yeah. Hess. Okay. Yeah. Near where, up. And and when? A sixteen hundred. Okay, near 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 where? I write down. Where is such a? This is near um, uh, Braunfels. Braunsfeld. Braun Braunfels. Braunfels. Braun, Braun, Braunsfeld. Yeah. Braunfels yeah. in the county of Solms. S O L M S. S O L M S. S Solms. I don't know. Solms. That's that was the the big big lord, the count. Okay. Okay, so okay. my ancestor Heinrich von Muschenheim attacked his yeah. monastery with a gang of guys, <laughs> and they got caught. How many and he, people? I, maybe it was I don't know. It, maybe it was you know ten guys or something, but they yeah. attacked it to rob it, you know, yeah. and maybe rough people up and scare people. But he got arrested. He got put on trial, and he was pronounced innocent because he didn't confess under torture. All right. And his the only punishment was he wasn't allowed to leave the county von Soms. You know, he wasn't they they didn't want him going far away talking about how he'd been mistreated or how his class of lower gentry were now so poor because the big lords and the church were basically buying everything up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's a, but he was the last of the von Muschenheims. So who told you the story? It, it, my, interestingly, my grandfather found all this history. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. But it was my mother's father, not my father's father. So my, he, my grandfather did the history of my father's family because my grandfather was German. So I'm German. I'm, was, yeah, see, yeah. you see, this Muschenheim is a very German name, but that's yeah. my father's family. My mother yeah. is Deutsch. So that's, I, I'm double German. You, okay. Ger- so German. You, you, 
German American, German American on the Muslim. German American German. German American. My father was second or third generation immigrant. But my mother is German. All she's right. from she's from um Düsseldorf. All right. It's so just her, alive. Yes, my mother lives in Kilkrahan, near the White House pub. Uh, all right, you see, I, I, I didn't know that, you know? Yeah, oh. yeah. So, but of course, with this long German last name, yeah. when I got into rock and roll, it, it, I just called myself Kenton. That's my first name, Kenton. Yeah. So th then when I started playing reggae music and smoking pot <laughs> and lots of marijuana and getting into the Rastafari spirituality, yeah, job, man. These, these guys... <laughs> These friends named me Kenny Dread. Yeah. They, when I started growing dreads, a friend yeah. of mine started calling me Kenny Dread. Yeah. And after that, that's it. That's that became my music name. So, so your your real name is um, Kenton. Kenton. So Kenton Muschenheim. That's 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 what's in your your American passport. That's you know in a in a in a, the black people of America say that's my government name. Their government that, name. That's my government name. All right. Yeah. But there's another little story about my first name, Kenton. Yeah. See, see, my parents when they were having the baby, me, they were running around with a guy as a friend called Ken Kaji. Ken Kaji. He was a Japanese photographer. <laughs> and they wanted to name me after this friend, yeah. Ken, Kaji. But yeah. see, in Japan, Ken is just a word. It's not like related to names like Kendall or Kenneth or, you know what I mean, or Kenley. That or, we, or, proper proper names for Ken yeah. in, Amer in, in English are Ken, usually Kenneth or Kennedy or Kenley or Kendall, right? Or, or just Ken. I mean, that's Ken and Barbie, isn't it? Yeah, but that's not nobody's proper name. Nobody, I don't think very many people on the path, on the birth certificate have just Ken. Some may. So anyway, they were trying to figure out what the proper name for Ken was. But because uh, my mother is German, they didn't yeah. want to name me Kenneth because, you know, they don't pronounce T-H so much in German. She said that, they said that the German relatives would all say Kenneth, not yeah. Kenneth, because they don't have the T-H sound. And they thought it would give me a mental problem if I heard some people in the family call me Kenneth, other people call me Kenneth. Yeah. So they found this name, Kenton. And nobody in my family has ever said that word. Mm -mm 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 -mm. They ne nobody ever calls me Kenton in my family, ever. Not once in my life. It's just on my birth certificate. All right. Okay. So, you yeah. know, some, some stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. No, I, I didn't know that, you know. So, so that, but yeah, no, interesting, absolutely. So you, so you grow up in in America. So are you born in America or? Yeah, in, yeah. So, so Chicago, born and raised in Chicago. In Chicago, and did you live there over there? I grew. We we grew up there, and then I lived there again uh, in my. 30s I went back to Chicago but not related to growing up there I went back for a woman and lived yeah. in the city I grew up in the just outside of Chicago in the suburb but very nice old suburb on the lake not like suburb where every house looks the same 
so I grew up in a in the college town of Evanston, which is where a big university is. It's just yeah. it's the first. It's just like Dunleary to Dublin. It's 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 pretty much part of Chicago. Okay. But it's, it's technically a, a suburb. Okay. So and your 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 mother she 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 yeah sure she was the, the, there as well in America in Chicago with you together and she yeah she 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 loved it as a job being over there. I mean was. Well, you know, my my mom has lived, you know, she grew up in Germany. She raised three kids in America. She worked then for almost 20 years in London, and now she's retired to Ireland. So yeah. she's her life is like chunk 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 chunk, you know, very lots of different places. Yeah. But so, yeah, so yeah. we you know, we we all grew up in in one house and then then it all changed after what we call high school in America, which they call Abitur, Gymnasium so in Germany. In the, so in the, in the 70s, no? so you did your, your... Yeah, I grew up in the 70s, so 1970s. Grew... All right, so so you did your, 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 your high school in the 70s then, your, your yeah. graduation and everything as well, so in, in Chicago. Yeah. All right, and then, and then you moved? Then I went to university for two years, and then I, that's where I really started rocking and rolling. And How old have you been there? I was two years at a, a nice, small, what we call liberal arts college in America. These are places where the bourgeois middle-class kids go, and they drink a lot of beer and have a lot of yeah. sex and take history and English classes, and it's just yeah. great. It's And you're away from your mom and dad. It's how just, how how old have you been at at this time? I went right out of secondary school, so I was seventeen or eighteen, and then for two years, and then this is when I really got into rocking because. And you are I, you already used to play uh, the guitar already. Yes, I had been playing already for a few years in secondary school, guitar and and pretty serious. I was serious about music. Was was, but, was a guitar teacher or on your own? I learned a bit from teachers, but I was pretty much self-taught on the guitar. Small, yeah. small lessons here and there to start. Right. And then I went up to university, to college, as we say, yeah. and I met these guys, and we yeah. started a band. Yeah. And, and, and for two years at university, we were rocking at the college. And after yeah. two years, we were like, we got we to gotta go. We got to go into the big world and go to like New York or the East Coast of the USA and go for it, you know, rock it. So yeah. we all, all five dropped out of college together. We all left college at the same time. And we all went to Washington, D.C. Yeah. because it was near to New York. And yeah. we started, continued our, our music band there. So it was 20, in the age of 20, something like this. Yep, exactly. Yep, yeah. And and then and then then you start already with with, with gigging, with yes. twenty. Yeah, gigging hard, rocking hard, uh, starting to play in New York, um, starting to play. You know, moving the East Coast of the United States, gigging and recording and the whole bit. And then it, 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 that that became a tsunami of activity for my whole twenties. I mean, sure. In your twenties, you still have this 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 wild energy, isn't it? I mean, for a couple I, of years. I, yes, I had energy, but I also was very lucky because Washington D.C. 
it wasn't as an important a center as New York, but in another way, it was very important. There was two musical movements going on in Washington when I was living there. And it's not, I didn't move to Washington to be part of these two musical movements, but it was just pure luck, pure lucky that yeah. I got there. And they had the hardcore punk movement yeah. and the black go-go funk movement at yeah. the same time. Black go-go funk movement. That sounds yep. very, very interesting. Is fascinating music. And on top of that, they had a lot of Jamaicans there. So yeah. I got into the reggae and the Rasta thing. So it was really three cultures, but important music moments of punk rock and, and black funk. This is black funk at the same time. So, so you, you guys, you, you probably did a mix between punk rock and, and black funk, didn't you? That's what I did. That's what we, that cool. was our, that was our specialty. Cool. Cool. Because, because our band was, became, once we moved to Washington, our groups became interracial. And, we, and, and not only that, they, be, we became, we listened so much to this go-go funk music and yeah. it, it was just mind blowing. Um, it was like. Yeah. It was so good. We just we were like we had to play it. I mean, and it's it's great. You you can dance very well on it. It's, I mean, it's, I oh think my god! I yeah. think uh, be, being yeah. on stage was just a big party, wasn't it? It was incredible. It was an incredible uh, moment in time, and like you said, having the energy of being in your twenties, meeting these two musical movements again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's. That's that's that sounds amazing. I mean, uh, uh, I started actually with with twenty two, twenty three, making music quite late, you know, and and I've enjoyed it as well. And I mean, it, it, it was a great time. But but you, how many years have you have you been together with this with this with these guys? Well, what happened was, as I was telling my story, the group that came from the college, we went uh -huh. to Washington, and. Uh -huh. After about a year, it started to change. Like different people came in, different people came out. Some of it sure. wasn't wasn't so great. Some of it was, you know, amicable. Some of it was a non amicable. Um, and then the group, then even to the point where new new name, because yeah. like the singer changed. We changed singers and stuff. Group changed members and evolved over time. And this sure, can like this yeah. this continued the whole decade for me. But there was a through line, and the the first group that group that came from the college, we are, mm. we are on we are on Spotify. I'll send you the link on yeah. Spotify. Um, yeah, dear listeners, what 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 we're gonna do like like always, um, I will put everything what what I get from Kenny, uh, uh into my um, description. And if anyone is interested in in maybe YouTube videos or whatever, he, he can, yeah, I have uh, I have YouTube, I have YouTube links for you. That's great. And, yeah, and, and and you guys, you can you can listen to it. So it's 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 great. I mean, so you you got material from the from the from the seventies or what is it? From the eighties. From the sorry, from, yeah. sure, sure. From the eighties, seventies was T Rex. <laughs> well, seventies was also um, punk and. And um, heavy funk, not you know, 
this is you know like funk funkadelic was in the 70s yeah and you know uh the gap band and brick house and also disco you know in the 70s so there was a lot i mean come on the music how many different amazing musics of the 70s i actually missed glam. i loved it you 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 mentioned t-rex i didn't experience glam so much of course no. the Bowie, the big bowie hits but um my god sing from a singer songwriter standpoint from i mean you name it i mean you yeah, know, even I'm, am I mean, radio music was so amazing it's just such so much beautiful recordings and great music and then came punk and the talking heads and you name it you know it was just outrageous i mean that's that's that sounds really i mean i, I just discovered yesterday ago that my first one of my first singers was uh mango jerry in a song of uh, uh in the summertime and uh alice cooper's schools out yeah. okay now Mung that mango jerry i think is from the na late 60s as far as i remember um it is 69 I yeah think. yeah 69 I, mean, I, I, was, i was nine years old i was eight right. years about my first it was miguel rios a song of joy It's okay. see the song of joy. And, uh, and the second was Bango Jerry in the summertime. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Famous song. Alice Cooper. Ah, well, God. You know. I mean, see, I, I, you know, there was so much going on in the 70s that everybody had a different 70s. Um, I missed, I'd say I missed Alice Cooper. I missed Kiss. And I missed Glam, except for maybe the Bowie hits. Um, I, you know, it, but then again... I got Patti Smith and I got the Talking Heads and I got funk yeah. and I got I got new wave and and also you know the, another thing that was going on jazz rock fusion <laughs> you know the fast Aldi Milo and Jack, Jaco Pastorius Stanley Clark Stanley Clark I mean there's so much going on and um, progressive rock uh, 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 Genesis yes um, you know later Marillion. I mean, my William was in the 80s. Oh, yeah, I mean, God. there was there was so much happening, you know, and reggae and Bob Marley, the beginning sure. of, of I, reggae I saw, consciousness. I, I saw I saw him in Cologne. I saw him in Chicago. Isn't that? Did you? Yeah. Here, high yeah. five, <laughs> Rastafari, German. I was. It was great. I mean, isn't I was it sitting... amazing that you saw Bob Marley live? I saw him live too. I was dancing on the shoulders of a friend of mine, you know, to see him in the Kölner Sporthalle, you know. <laughs> I couldn't believe the amount of people that were there that knew about him and yeah. the amount of weed being smoked and, you know, like teenage white <laughs> girls and then these Rastafarian black dudes with big ass spliffs. And it was a heavy vibe. It was a heavy vibe. Guys. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's great. It was beautiful. Good. Dear listeners, before before we 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 gonna get in here age restricted, I would say we are all we are already through our first uh, show, uh, and I'm so happy to have you here, Kenny. It's great, uh, and I would say so. Thank you very much. And uh, just uh, if you if you want to um, listen to all the stuff, uh, look into my description or. Is there any other possibility like Facebook account or something like this? How they can I'll follow I'll you? Send, what I'll do, Dad, is I'll send you a list of links, including yeah. some of the music I mentioned and, of course, my Facebook and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you can just okay. put all the you can put all the links, you know, in one go. I, I got, I'm gonna put it in, into my my under my description, so that's that's uh, not a problem. Yeah. 
Kenny, cool. Thank you very much. Okay. Now, um, I'm wondering, we may not have time for another 20 minutes because I, uh, I, I got to go in 14 hang, hang minutes. Hang on. I have, first of all, I have to say goodbye. Okay. Bye, Kenny. <laughs> Thank you, Bye. Dad. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed this. Thank you very much. This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe to the show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Attitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank, through this medium, all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.